On another episode of Locked On Lightning, we talk about just the Lightning not being able to pick it up. They're right now, we pick it up at in the middle of the game, 1-1, tied late in the third period against the Boston Bruins. The Lightning coming off a just a mind-boggling loss to the Washington Capitals on today's episode. We talk about all that and more, but first, let's play that music. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. What's up, everybody? Hope you uh, are in good spirits. I know I'm not just with the current stretch of Lightning games, but you can keep track of it all that and want to thank take a minute to thank you all for being take making this your first listen or first watch if you're watching this on youtube of the day and go ahead and like and subscribe to the pod follow us wherever podcasts are distributed go ahead and follow us on our social media accounts at l underscore lightning on twitter as well as lock on underscore lightning on instagram we're talking of course the last game against the washington capitals as well as keeping an eye on tonight's game a one one tie with a Two and change left in the third period against the Boston Bruins. Just, I feel like the last couple episodes, I mean, I feel like I've been repeating myself constantly all year because a lot of people have been wondering what's up with the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I, I, the, the, and I spoke about this on the Locked On NHL National show the other night uh, with my co host Chris Masilli because we were talking about teams going into the playoffs. And of course, you got to talk about Tampa. Uh, anytime you have that conversation. And really, this Tampa team, nobody should be surprised about what's going on with them. Like I've stated on this show countless times, that a lot of the things that we see, a lot of the faults in their game, this has been happening all season long. And when you take all of that and you roll really the 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 fatigue that that a bulk of this team has because a lot of these guys they've been playing a lot of games over the last couple of years so you can't really fault them but at the same time you know I, I said on the last episode that what it comes down to it is that you can't let physical uh physical fatigue uh take uh affect mental fatigue and we've been seeing that a lot of lapse lapses in in concentration uh, a lot of just mistakes that are really just what it comes down to is that, you know, it, it's not a case of the other team being faster, stronger, or maybe even sometimes more talented. It's just these teams are taking advantage of the opportunities that Tampa has given them. We saw that in that last game against against uh, Washington. Uh, obviously, you know, you see, it's the same old story in this game, uh, a 4-3 loss. Uh, to the Capitals. Tampa scored a goal in the third period to make things a little bit interesting. But at the same time, I, I mean, I, I'll admit, you know, and this may not be, this might be a controversial uh, uh, statement and, and something that I do. I had, I just had to do it the other night because I was just so frustrated. Was, I turned the game off. I turned the game off after the second period. Uh, it, it, the, the entire, this entire season, it's been very rare where we have seen the lightning going into a the third period just so low energy and have been able to turn around and 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 win a game we have not seen that 
And if we've seen it, it maybe if there's a game, maybe if, if whether it's one of you watching or one of our, our listeners that are listening, if you remember a game, uh, let us know. Let me know. Tweet to me, Danky Dake, D-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. I, this is just a team where, and, and my co-host on Lockdown NHL, uh, NHL channel, Chris, really, really brought up a good point is that, you know, some every year we, we see the good teams limp into the playoffs. Sometimes we see middle of the pack teams on an absolute tear uh, heading into the playoffs. And sometimes the, the the script flips as soon as playoff hockey starts. But at the same time, and this is why I've been really stressing that this month, this last month, the Lightning really need to turn things around, that they really should at least go 500. Um, if they don't, then, I, I mean, we, we really need to have a conversation, really be worried once playoff hockey starts around uh, because – any one of the three teams that the Lightning could very well play against in the play, opening round of the playoffs are very capable of bouncing this team uh, early on in a series. I'm talking four, five. I don't think the Lightning would get would, would get swept, but I would say probably in five games or even six if the Lightning uh, start to turn it on. And so really back in that Capitals game the other night, we'll talk about that. While, like I said, keeping our eye, it looks like this game is going into overtime. Four seconds left, tied at one. Um, obviously, one of the major mistakes. Uh, I wouldn't say mistakes, but things that we've been seeing all season long that really has has boggles my mind. And people say, "Ah, oh, the Lightning have one of the best PKs in the league." You know, let's let's not worry about this and that. What it comes down to is that. And I and I finally cracked the other night. Was of course they have one of the in terms of percentage wise one of the best PKs in the league. That's because they're one of the most penalty penalized. Excuse me, I'm like I'm completely just all over the place because this every I feel like with every passing second of a lightning game, I'm just getting more and more frustrated because this team they they're so talented and yet it, we're not seeing it. We're not seeing it whatsoever. But anyway, of course, this team is has a, a very good, if obviously not one of the best, but uh, top 15 P- PK percentage because they're one of the most penalized teams in the league. And I and I've and I've spoke about that or at least alluded to it numerous times on this show is that, of course, you know, unless you're completely inept in, in that area of the game, you know as well as seeing where the lightning are yes it's been bad as of late as to the way they've played but at the same time look where they are as opposed to where they could very well be a lot of that has to do with with luck like i stated on past episodes that really the lightning picked a great year (laughs) i wouldn't say pick because obviously i hope they're not doing this on purpose which i don't think they are but they picked a very good year to kind of have this downslope at the end of the season, because if you look at those teams that are outside of the wild card spots in the East, uh, mainly and, and really the two teams that stick out, obviously, because they're always usually in it, is Columbus and the Islanders. Uh, they picked a very good year for those two teams to have an off year. So, you know, the, the Lightning are incredibly 
incredibly lucky in that regard uh, that yes, they, they might fall into the wild card race, uh, but they're not, you know, they they don't have anybody coming up from behind them uh, and, and worrying about knocking them out of playoff contention. So we're going to continue following this, this, this game tonight against the Bruins. I just want to, you know, I, I'm not, I wasn't going to get too much into the game uh, for the Capitals game, but I, I mean, real quick before we head into the first break, five power plays for the Capitals, five, and, and they they capitalize on two of those. Of course, you you know, anytime, regardless, and I've seen it multiple times this year, uh, anytime the Lightning give up that many power plays, really, you're just begging the other team to not only beat win the game, but just to, to win by how many goals and and. You're you're playing with fire. You have a goaltender in that, and Andre Vasilevsky, who's clearly gassed. Who I get it. Cooper wants to 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 really to really keep him out on there on the ice. He thinks that he can handle it, but at the same time, we've seen this. We've seen this in the last couple of weeks. Vasilevsky is gassed. He looks sluggish in net. The guy really. I think at this point in the in the season, I think it's overkill to really consistently start him. If you want to start him two games in a row here, and 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 then have him sit for a game there, that's fine. Plus, Elliot, you know, I I don't believe in the in the two goalie system at all. Still, I, I will. I believe you have your guy. You stick with him all season long and into the playoffs. But having said that. Now is a time where I would be more open to kind of going to the two goalie system, just because Brian Elliott obviously hasn't played that much this year. He's the backup goaltender. Uh, he's a very good backup goaltender, and and I think you kind of need to use him a little more to give Vasilevsky some time off, whether it be starting this week or probably I would say now at this point next week. But yeah, five five power plays and and the Capitals winning fifty five percent of the of the faceoffs. Uh, not a good look, not a, not a good look. And definitely, you know, obviously there's more to the game than just that. But at the same time, um, if you want to look at just a quick fire answer way as to why this game turned out the way it was, that was because of mainly those two things as well. Puck, puck control and taking, taking advantage or at least, you know, being down a guy um, very often, more often than you would like to. So we're going to uh, hop into the break in just a little bit for some of those of you that are listening just to the audio side. But first, we're going to talk about our first sponsor, a new sponsor, uh, HelloFresh. Well, let me tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Now, the best thing about this is that the ingredients travel from farm to your doorstep in under a week. So they always arrive fresh. Don't you love it? That's always you run the risk of ordering sometimes your groceries, is right? Is that you order stuff and the person who picks it out, they, you know, they, they pick up an, maybe an apple that's been sitting there for a week instead of one of those new shiny red ones. Uh, the, the, other, the other thing that's great about this is that HelloFresh has chefs. Yes, they have chefs. They have chefs that know how to diversify the menu with seasonal recipes like salmon limon and pasta primavera and pick your favorites from 50 different weekly options and skip weeks when you need to change your delivery date or update your preferences in the hello fresh app now 
I've I've used HelloFresh before. Love the recipes. Love just the easy to use app. I mean, that's I think that's the thing everybody loves. If it has an app, if it's easy to use, count me in. So go to HelloFresh.com slash locked on sixteen. Use promo code lock six locked on sixteen for up to sixteen free meals. That's sixteen free meals and three free gifts. That's uh locked locked on sixteen, and you'll get sixteen free free meals and three free gifts and so if you are following us on youtube we are staying here uh the you know the people the people that are listening on the audio platform are just coming out of the break so we are in the middle of ot right now in the boston bruins game and uh two minutes two minutes left two minutes and change and and you know, this was a game that I've been looking forward to for a couple of weeks because given the Lightning's struggle uh, recently, that this was going to be a good test just because Boston is always that team that can, regardless of where the two teams are at in the season, they will always be able to give you a good game and really test your, your limits and, and see – you know, really get it, give you a good gauge as to where you're at. And and thus far, you know, there's been instances where, and, and I said on the previous episodes this week that really Boston, I thought was going to kind of uh, always try to, you know, out physical the lightning. And, and as I say that Boston scores, Charlie Coyle just all by himself on a rebound in front of the net. Uh, Boston wins in OT uh, just, as you can tell, if you're watching this on YouTube, I've just my expression on my face has just completely just been deflated. Um, more of the same, more of the same things. You know, as you can tell, I'm not surprised at all, just because more of the same. I mean, that's that's the other thing that the Lightning have really struggled against, uh, struggled with recently and in, in, in over the last couple of weeks, and, and it's gotten worse and worse in every single game, and that has been just leaving your goaltenders out to dry. I get it. You know, this is kind of like a little bit of a, of a different scenario. You got playing three on three and overtime, but you can't really make excuses at the same time. I mean, there, there was a puck right behind the net uh, points right there. Just no, not really aware of where the puck is. And Charlie Coyle is right there to put it past Vasilevsky. And, and you just see the body language of this team's getting off the ice. And I'm really curious to see what happened, what what is said in the post-game pressers. I mean, really, at this point, what more can be said, really? What more could really be said? You know, uh, it it seems in the recent post-game remarks that we have have heard uh, from from all these players, it's... It's just kind of, you know, to sum it up, it seems like they they don't know. They don't know what to do in terms of how to turn it around. Uh, We saw John Cooper who, you know, he's not afraid to play with the lines, but obviously not making a good decision uh, the other night. And that was something that I was really steamed about was taking Stamkos, who's having an absolutely incredible season off the first line. The guy is playing one of the best seasons he's had probably one could argue since he scored uh 60 goals and and really i don't know why you would do that i i 
and, and I tweeted it out. I mean, the old saying is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So why are you gonna take a guy who who is having uh who who, who seems like he's having a second life in his career, who has just really struggled to play a complete season um off the first line from Kucherov and Point and, and set him down to the third. I get you're trying to get the third line going, but at the same time, why are you sacrificing firepower? And and then as soon as I mean, you could actually see as he he was fed up, wasn't working. The guys couldn't get anything going. And then as soon as he puts Kucherov back on the ice, I mean, uh, Stamkos back on the ice with Kucherov and that first line, I would say within eight seconds, uh, Kucherov scores. And I would challenge anyone who would who would dare to sit there and say that that wasn't a a result of Stamkos being on the ice. So we'll talk a little bit. We'll wrap things up. We'll talk a little bit more about this game, this Boston Bruins game. What's next for the Lightning? I mean, really, at this point, I sound like a broken record. Just try and turn it around in your next game. That's all you could do, really, right, at this point. I mean, they got Buffalo on Sunday. So, you know, Buffalo's been playing tough lately. But at the same time, you know, that's a game where hopefully the Lightning look at that as like, all right, let's just not try and do too much. Let's just go out there and play our game. And, you know, we're still a talented team. So we'll talk about that in just a little bit. First, I want to talk about a couple of today's sponsors, first of which is Shady Rays. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of the price. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed, durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also, something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Rays Insane Protection Program. Uh, Shady Rays includes lost and broken protection on every pair. They'll send you a new, brand new pair if you lose them, no matter what happens. So if you're on vacation, you get drunk on the on the beach, you lose them. Guess what? Shady Rays send you a new one. You go out just hanging out with your friends or hanging out with the fam and your kids break them. Guess what? Shady Rays will send you a new pair. Uh, give them a try. And if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that plus 10 meals are donated to fight hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays. I mean, if you can't get behind that cause, then I don't know what will. So you exclusively for our listeners right now, you and even the ones listening or watching on YouTube, head to ShadyRays.com and use the code LOCKEDON to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's code LOCKEDON for their personal deal of their personal best deal of the season, 50% off on two or more pairs of Shady Rays gla- sunglasses backed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews. Once again, that's promo code Locked On for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses at Shady Rays. All right, and we're jumping over and wrapping things up here with another one of our sponsors, one of our OG sponsors. If you've been a listener of the, of the show, for a long time you know who's coming up the og built bar now i have spoken about this numerous times we are we are now in april and and i think we could all agree that we have we have pretty much uh hit pause or just completely given up on our new year's resolutions i'm still trying to eat healthy as 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 maybe some people who know me think that's hilarious because i definitely have not but i'm still trying i'm still trying to put in the effort and the bet I'm, I'm I'm staying away from the junk food. I'm staying away from all that bad stuff, and I'm doing a good job of it, I think. And and I'm doing it. I couldn't be doing it without Built Bars. Built Bars are super healthy, and the best part is that they taste 
delicious. All built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yet that's 100% real chocolate. And the best part is that they're low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better, even better. You'll feel better right afterwards. A typical candy bar could be from anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to built.com and scroll down on the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low cal, high fiber, low carb. Most built bars contain 130 calories. And the best part, even, even a better part of that is that they have tons of flavors to pick from. My favorite is the white chocolate cookies and cream. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 50% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. So wrapping things up on the show today. So really, you know, as we said before, if you're just joining us, first of all, why are you joining us at the end of a show? Rewind, listen to everything I said about before. Just really, just a disappointing month thus far. Really just, I, the Lightning have played one, two, three, four, five games and have lost four of them. And this team just, and, and I never want to come out even, you know, as, as harsh as I may try to be sometimes. I, I never want to come out and say a team's not trying. I never want to come out and say a team that, that the effort wasn't there. But with this team, really what I can say is that the energy is just not there. The energy, I, I mean, like we like I've stated on the past uh, top of the show is that this show is clear. This this team is clearly fatigued, and I get it. It, it. A lot of these guys have been on the last two cup teams, probably burnt out. I get it. And even Vasilevsky, I, I made a big stink about it in the previous segment. There, he is absolutely gassed out, and I get it. But at the same time, that's when John Cooper needs to step in and say, okay, we need to dial it back on this guy. We need to dial it back on certain guys. I get it. Like, you know, I understand he's he's the horse on the defensive side of things. But really at this point in the season, if it's not working, you know, every now and then, obviously I'm not saying every game cutback is, met, is ice time, but maybe dial it back for, for Victor Hedman. Maybe he shouldn't be on the ice for 27 minutes a night. I'm just saying. Uh, and, and other players on this team, I think the offensive side of things for the most part has been pretty good. I mean, they're, they're, they're scoring a lot of goals. That's not the problem here is that they're giving up obviously more than they could put up. And, and I've, I've spoken about it pretty much in length about how this team has really failed their goaltending as well as themselves. I mean, we've seen on uh, a ton of fast breaks. Uh, in that Montreal game, in that in that Toronto game, even sometimes in the Capitals game, uh, this team has 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 really just lost track of 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 opposing forwards and players in general just going down, just having a field day in front of Vasilevsky or even Elliott when he's in that, and and that's something regardless of if this team somehow just uh, gets revitalized uh, and I, and I really think we're going to see it when McDonough comes back. I hate to say that. That's just how I, I feel like things with this team works. They're in a little bit of a rut. And then one of their leaders like Ryan McDonough or, or even when Zach Bogosian was out for a while, or even when Kucherov and point in this time, it, it always seemed like when this team was so, sort of struggling and a veteran was coming back from an extended injury, it seemed like that just really, provide it just just injected the team with a whole new life and 
And I, I don't like that at all, just because it's, why are we, it almost gives you the impression, and I'm not saying they're doing this directly, but it almost gives you the impression that this team is waiting for that guy to come back and, and, and basically saying to themselves, okay, we're once Mac comes back, we're going to be fine. And that's not how it should be at all. And I'm not saying that's how it is, but that's just how hockey works. And I really think that's how that's what's going to happen going forward. A little bit of a prediction there. I know I haven't really done that many predictions this season, but yeah, I, I mean, it, it's not a good start to a, a month of hockey where really the lightning should have won three out of the five that they've played thus far. I mean, I, I obviously they beat the Blackhawks to start the, the month of April. They should have beaten Montreal. I see no reason as to why they couldn't beaten they couldn't have beaten Washington. I don't see a reason as to why they couldn't beaten uh, couldn't have beaten uh, Toronto the other night. Toronto the other night was just an absolute dumpster fire, if we're being brutally honest. And, and I I even what we saw, and I understand we could probably follow that one way and just not worry about it. They're playing Toronto again on the 21st, and there's a very good possibility that they're going to be playing the Maple Leafs in the first round of the playoffs. And, and I stated this at the end of March that really the Lightning to had to at least win one of those two games and, and keep the other one that they lose tight just because you don't want to give Toronto more of, of you know, inject more confidence in them, especially when they're already dangerous as it is. They have Austin Matthews, who we all know is the best scorer in the league right now. Uh, 50 plus goals on the season, had a hat trick against the lightning on Monday. So, you know, that really you, you need to lock that guy down. And, and we've seen this in other games as well. Uh, the other night, uh, Ovechkin scores a goal. Uh, granted that was a little bit, not really one of his more of his trademark goals, but y- you still need to go into the mindset uh, of not only locking down the slot area, but you, you need to really buckle down and say, okay, we need to let the other guys beat us. We can't let their superstars beat us. Like if Toronto came out on Monday and, and, and beat the lightning six, two, and all six of those goals were scored by absolutely nobody's on that team. I wouldn't have had really that big of an issue with it. I would have said at least we didn't let Tavares or, or Riley or, or, or Nylander, or 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 even obviously Matthews beat us tonight, but they did, and we let Ovechkin beat us. And, and so, really, what it comes down to it is that the Lightning need to do a better job helping themselves, and they don't do a good enough job. They 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 seem to to dig more holes for themselves than what they could do to climb out of. And unfortunately, that has been the story all season long. I mean. Like I said, I feel like I'm a broken record with talking about lightning games, going into lightning games and saying, "Hey, listen, uh, we're gonna, they're gonna, they have to try and turn around this one. They gotta get rid of, they gotta take care of this. They gotta take care of that." I mean, if you don't believe me, go and listen back to the other other episodes. Uh, The things that we have been seeing them doing uh, that has led to losses have been happening progressively all season long, and I. I'm going to end it right here, and, and I know this is probably not a good way to end the show and because I know I want to try and inject everybody with uh, with some confidence here. But I guarantee you, if this continues rolling into the playoffs, expect a very short season, uh, series in the first round. But crazy things have happened. We can see a Jekyll and Hyde situation. 
Tampa Bay Lightning could go limping into the playoffs and come out, and it's like we're continuing the last two playoff runs. So check it on that. Follow the show for more updates, of course, as we continue to cover the march into the playoffs. So in the meantime, that's been it for today's episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.